is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Now, I know we're a little ways away from tax season, but a friend of mine sent an article to me that got me in the mood to talk taxes, which is not something that I say very often. So shout out to James for getting me to think about this right now. But the article he sent over to me was titled America's tax brackets are changing thanks to inflation. That may be good news if you didn't get a raise this year. Anything tax related is very difficult to tackle in the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. So I'm going to break this up into a few parts. First, before we even talk about this article at all, we need to first understand how our taxes work and more specifically, our tax brackets. Then once we get all set and settled on that part of things, then we can discuss whether or not you might see some type of tax savings next year. So on to tax brackets here in the U.S., we have seven brackets or tiers Yes, seven brackets or tiers that range anywhere from 10% all the way up to 37%. Those brackets are 10, 12, 22, 24, 32, 35, and 37. And yes, they'll sound a lot like lotto numbers, but those are all percentages. And these percentages and brackets are the same for everyone, regardless of what your status is. And speaking of status, there are four that you can choose from when you file your taxes. So first up, is single. And this means you're just filing by yourself. Nobody else is going to be on that tax return but you. The next one up is head of household. And this is similar to single in that it's an unmarried person and you're filing your own separate tax return. But it also means that you pay for more than half of the cost of supporting and housing what they call a qualifying person. And the IRS generally considers a qualifying person a child or the parent of whoever's claiming that head of household status. Status three and four are reserved for married couples, and they are married filing jointly and married filing separately. Married filing jointly just means that you're combining everything together with your spouse. You're putting your stuff together on one tax return. And this is just for tax purposes only. You can still have separate bank accounts. It's just you're doing one return where you combine all your income and deductions and everything all together. Married filing separately means that, yes, you're married, but you each have chosen to file your taxes separate from each other. So there's going to be two separate tax returns coming out of your household. So remember when I read off all of those percentages for each of the seven brackets? The reason status is important is because they each have their own income range assigned to each bracket. For example, if you're single, the 10% bracket applies to income from zero, which is like you didn't make anything all the way up to $10,275 for 2022. Any money that you earn in this range, you'll pay 10% of that in taxes. So if you made $10,000, that would mean you'd have to pay $1,000 in taxes. If you're married and filing jointly, you basically get to double all of those numbers for every bracket that's 32% and below. So if we look back at that 10% tax bracket, that range, that income range for someone filing jointly, a married couple, it would be zero up to 20000 $550. Now, I'm not going to go over every bracket and range just because that would be really boring. And it's easy just to go uh, Google 2022 tax brackets and see everything. But looking at the first few brackets for single individuals or those filing single, we know that, you know, 10% is anything up to $10,275. Bracket or tier number two would be 12%. And that would include any income that's from $10,276. So $1 up from that bottom or the previous tier 
up through $41,775. Tier three would have a pretty big jump. You're going up to 22% in this bracket, and that would cover income from $41,776 up to $89,075. And the fourth bracket, and this is where I'm going to stop at, would be 24%, and this covers income from $89,076 through $170,050. And this is actually the second largest income range for any of the brackets. The 35% bracket is the only bracket that covers a larger like a span or a grouping of income than this. So for those of you who are married, who are filing jointly, all of the dollar amounts I just mentioned, they're pretty much just doubled. So that means if you're in that 12% tax bracket, that second tax bracket, that income range will be $20,551 through $83,550. And then the next tier up, that 22% tax bracket would be 83,551 through $178,150. Oh, it's a lot of numbers, but you can see here the huge advantage of filing jointly as a married couple compared to filing separately or just being a single individual. For the sake of time, I'm not going to go over the head of household or married filing separately brackets just because, you know, you all don't want to listen to that. But just know that their income ranges are pretty similar to single filers, just with a few exceptions. Now, I know I've already thrown a lot of numbers at you, a lot of information, but there's one more twist to all of this, and that is the deduction. So after a quick break, I'll get into how one deduction can save us a lot of money in taxes. We all have the ability to deduct specific things from our income that will reduce the amount of our earnings that are subject to tax. So to put it simply, you can legally make it look like you made less money. I know it's very strange, but this is, you know, this is our tax system that we got. And like I've said many, many times throughout this episode, this can get complicated. So I wanted to focus in on something called the standard deduction. All of us every year are given the option to take what is called the standard deduction on our taxes which is a set dollar amount that we can use to reduce our income for tax purposes. So if we're looking at just 2022, this is the year we're in now, but what we'll be filing for next year. So in April, that deadline, we're filing back for 2022. And the standard deduction is broken up, um, you know, the same way the brackets are for different, I guess, filing statuses. We've been referring to it in this episode. If you're filing a single or married filing separately, that standard deduction is $12,950. Head of household will be $19,400 and married filing jointly is $25,900. This means that before you even look at which tax bracket you fall into, you have to first subtract that standard deduction from your income. So as an example, if you're a single person, you're filing single, you made $45,000, you first get to subtract $12,950 from your income. So that gives you a taxable income now of $32,050. This means that you fell from the 22% tax bracket down to the 12% tax bracket. It's, 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 it's very crazy. It's weird, right? But hey, I'll take the deductions so that way I can pay less in taxes. And like I mentioned, the standard deduction is optional. You don't have to do this. Many people choose to just go with itemized deductions. And doing this allows you to deduct things like the interest you pay on your mortgage or charitable donations and unreimbursed medical and dental expenses. But the thing is, you can't do both. You have to choose one. You can either go with standard deduction or itemized deductions. And if your itemized deductions total up to less than the standard deduction, it doesn't really make much sense to not go with the standard deduction. In recent years, I think it was around 2018, the standard deduction almost doubled. And that caused a lot of people who might have chosen to itemize to just go ahead and take the standard deduction because it just made more sense and it saved you some money. 
So that is it. That is enough. I'm not going to talk about taxes anymore for this episode, but I do want you all to come back and join me on Thursday because we aren't done yet. This episode just scratched the surface, believe it or not, of how we are taxed here in the U.S. Today, I broke down how the brackets are structured, but this isn't enough alone to understand how we're taxed. On Thursday, we're going to dive into what they call the progressive tax system that we utilize here in the States, which makes all of this even more complicated. I feel like I've said complicated a lot this episode, but that is the very appropriate word to use when talking about our tax system. But that's what I'm here for, to help you understand all these crazy systems that we have going on. If you have any questions about anything I've discussed so far, or maybe anything that's going to come up down the road, if you can think of a question that you might have that I haven't discussed here on the show, please feel free to reach out. I have a brand new website, so you can actually go to popcornfinance.com and right on there, I have a form where you can go in there and leave your questions, reach out, say hi, whatever you want. Makes it nice and simple. Or as always, you can come over to Instagram and just look for me at Popcorn Finance Podcast. As always, I appreciate you joining me here for yet another bag of popcorn. Hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.